Welcome back to another edition of IDS Extra Dating Sucks. Question mark. I'm your man, Big B. I got the Dating Sucks crew with me today. Today we have Miss Sonia from the Bronx. Hola, como estas everybody? Happy New Year. Feliz Año Nuevo. Que pasa, que pasa. And hailing from parts unknown, we have Mr. Diego. Hey everybody, I'm back. I'm back. Got my COVID shot. That means I can go co- go see everybody now. <laughs> you did not get a COVID shot. I'm planning on it though. I'm planning on it. I was gonna say, break it down if you got it, because black people black people need to know about it. Yeah. <laughs> it's in the work. And you all know the routine by now. I like everyone to rise to your feet, remove your hats, place your hands over your hearts. And all hail the queen. Hey, yo. <laughs> How's everybody doing? That's it. That's, that's all I got. That's all you got. All right. <laughs> <sighs> okay, no pressure. I'm sorry. No. You were asking how we were. I'm sorry. Absolutely. Absolutely. No pressure. But I did get an email, and they did address everything under the IDS umbrella. Oh. And they said they miss us all together. All right. That's, That's nice. nice. That's nice. It's, it's always good to be missed. What do you mean they miss us all together? What are you saying? They're you mean like being being in this in, in the same studio? Yes. Oh I know. Yeah. We miss it too. They I mean, even yeah. though they did give a lot of compliments and said, you know, the the show's still great and they look forward to it, but they said they can they can um, hear just a bit of a difference in timing and sound quality, is what they said. Oh, okay. So I was okay. like, hey, this is the world we live in now, so until yeah. uh, until Diego finally goes and gets his shot, you know, we can't always be together. Yeah. I'm working on it. <laughs> no, we don't know where he been. Right. right. <laughs> Over here spread, spreading communicable diseases and shit. Mm. Oh shit! I wouldn't even know that hard. Look, it's, it's a world traveler. Been traveling. Mm-hmm. I always say, if we all got it, then we don't have nothing to worry about. How about that? <laughs> Yuck! <laughs> Wait, what are we talking about? COVID? Are we talking about STDs? What are we saying? What are you talking we, about? We talk. We talk about everything. Oh, everything. not everything. Mm-hmm. Mm. So, yeah. I, I always say, what's what's DD among friends? AT, ATDs, <laughs> all okay. transmitted okay. diseases. <laughs> I'm gonna say no bueno. No bueno. Mm-mm. All right. No, well, thank you. Guess we'll jump right into this, Miss Sonia from the Bronx. What you got for us? Okay. So yeah, speaking like talking about COVID, you know what I mean, and being all together. So. The question, so so this is a question that I I just received, and the question was, how do you date and concentrate on someone when your social interactions have been limited, especially during COVID? How well do you really know somebody on Zoom? Because I know, because I know, I've been reading a couple of articles, and people have been like dating on Zoom. Mm-hmm. How I, well, how well do you really know somebody? Well, if, you, if I, your social interactions have been cut. I, I'll jump in that one first. So, so I've been talking to this one person, right? And oh. so I just feel something funny about her. Like she keeps telling me her name Queen, but I feel like her name's something else. And uh... <laughs> somebody out there friend is me. Don't trust her. Nah, Don't trust teasing. the hell. You know what? I'm gonna be honest with you. Um, I feel like. I feel like we can really do a whole series on sort of this topic because being even before COVID, everything was was really getting heavy on on a online online dating circuit, 
And now it's almost limited to a sense to online dating and stuff. And um, there's just so much, a whole new etiquette and a whole new um, um, line of questioning and listening that needs to be involved. And I just don't think a vast majority of us are prepared for that or know how to we go about it the same way we would meeting someone face to face and it just doesn't work, you know? And so I don't know. Uh, for me, I mean, like I said, it, it just, you know, doing, doing this show, um, uh, meetings at work, uh, just everything. Um, the, the poor kids in, in school, like everyone is missing the social interaction and, and I don't know. It's it's definitely not healthy. No, I agree. But I think I mean I think in some ways it is healthy, and the reason why because I think if you if if you if you're meeting people by um, you know interaction through you know uh, what is FaceTime or Zoom or what have you, I think is I think is a good what I think is a good method, and the reason why is because it takes your emotions out of it. Because if you're distant from that person, now you can pay attention to what that person is actually saying. You can look at their face, their body language. You can honestly step back and and, and look at them and, and, and not get caught up on that interaction when you're out together. When you're out together, and a lot of times, you know, you might be a little bit thirsty. You know, you sitting there looking at them, especially if you haven't fed in a while, you're looking at that person that could, you know, something to eat. So you're not paying attention to what they're saying in the first place because you, you're too busy trying to figure out at the end of this date, how can I get next to this person? So now that you have a Zoom, now, and, that's, and I think this is especially for women, and I'm going to give you all on this one, especially for women because y'all are emotional creatures, it gives you an opportunity to sit back and, and and talk and ask questions that otherwise you wouldn't wouldn't be open to ask. So I think it's, I think it's a good way to to interact with people because it takes all that emotion out of it. I mean, I can see where that I can see where that will definitely have its benefits. Um, you know, you eliminate things like I mean, you know, a lot of chance encounters like you in the club and you twist it and you see somebody and they're the one and blah 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 you throw your inhibitions to the wind and you just go for it and you know now you have to be a lot more in control of your 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 thoughts and your actions and so forth and so on so yeah i can see where that could be good but again it's like after the first couple conversations it's you know you you don't like when do you get your comfort level to say okay um you know i trust this person enough to throw a mask on and go meet now and and something like that it's like these are the things that have to be thought out and measured out and and, and they're not but that's the thing about it they, you get to measure them out because now you're not caught up on this timeline i gotta rush out i gotta go meet this person now you actually have to have conversations now from the conversation you get to say okay you know something let me meet and because now we have guidelines where you have to be you know outdoors you have to have a mask on so all that precaution that you have to do opens the window say i i can actually get to know this person instead of jumping into something right away because now you have you have zoom and then once you get past the zoom we can meet for coffee you know and now we can meet for coffee and we say you know something we can meet for coffee, and I'm not really feeling you. I see you now, because, I mean, just think about it. Now you see him for coffee. You saw him on Zoom. You see him for coffee now. So after that now, I'm not really feeling you, and there's nothing, there's nothing lost in that. Because I say a lot of times people get caught up on going out, especially guys. And, you know, when you go out on a date, you're spending money. And you know when a nigga spend money, that clock is ticking. That clock is ticking. You know, the register, the meter is running. The meter is running. It, hey, it is what it is. I don't spend, I don't spend 150. So now we got 150, you know, credits of pussy lined up. So the bottom Nigga, line that's is, all? <laughs> I know. Huh? That's cheap. 150 for some butt? 
Wow. Taking it all the way back to 82. <laughs> yeah, really. But the, but the bottom line is sometimes it's cheaper than that, but the bottom line, you're not on the clock now. Diego, question. Has, has has anyone, anyone on God's green earth made it past Diego's coffee date? Because everything that you say ends at the cup of coffee. No, no. The thing about <laughs> it is, every, as a lot of women have gone past a cup of coffee, but along, along with that, I have saved so much money in my pockets because I'm not, I'm not taking you out on a date to a restaurant because I don't even like you like that. You're already in the category that I'm going to do what I'm going to do with you has already been predisposed. So I'm just saying, when I say coffee, I'm looking at it, hey, I'm getting to know you to see if you're even worth getting past coffee. A lot of times women get caught up with guys and they should have just stopped at coffee. They should have just stopped at coffee. You know damn well this, this guy's not really into you like that. And sometimes you got to stop at coffee and say, you know something, you're not really what I, what I need right now. But a lot of times you get to go out, women go out, they get liquored up, and they get in their feelings. They do. Hey, they do. Trust me. Hey. I think I'm about, to, enough, I'm about to get that I've T-shirt made. Sometimes you just got to stop at coffee. Yeah, you got to stop at coffee because sometimes you get liquored up. A lot of times women go out on these dates, and they're not good stewards of themselves. And they'll get up, they'll go on a date, they'll drink a little bit too much, and next thing you know, you're backseat dating, you know. And and sometimes you need to just stop at coffee. Because I'm just saying, we we know we we look at ourselves and say, well, I would never do that. But trust me, I've been with enough women and been out and they get liquored up and they don't mean to go that direction, but guess what? Me being the devil I am, I'm trying to take them in that direction. Did you say I've been in enough women, or did you say I've been with enough women? He said, well, it. That was a Freudian said, slip, right? <laughs> <laughs> you said I've, been, I've been in enough women? That's, what you, you. That's, That's what, what you said. That's what you said. I've been in enough women. <laughs> well, the thing about it is both. It's a little bit of both. I've been with and I've been in. Enough mm. women that they're going to say, look, Sometimes you gotta stop and call. Diego. <laughs> okay. Um, can you repeat the question? Because I feel like uh... I know we kind of get up. So the question was, how do you date and concentrate on a person when, um, when, when our social interactions have been limited due to COVID? Well, and I... how well? And how well do you really? How well do you really know someone? on zoom i think you um zoom to me is the same thing as talking to somebody on the phone versus mm-hmm. versus uh facetiming somebody i mean it really is like the same technology i mean you i don't know what uh, diego was talking about about reading body language because i'm like if you're on zoom with somebody you only could see them from like the chest up you know what right. i'm saying it's not like you see really their body for me somebody and be like oh you're you're you'll be my bubble or whatever, and it's like, you think you're in that person's bubble and that person is, is just you and this person dating, but you don't know whether or not that person's out doing other stuff. Never, never. And so, you know, for me right now, it's I'm totally not interested in dating anyone. So I think like, if you do meet, happen to meet somebody, um, you know, like while you're out and about maybe grocery store or whatever, to me, Zoom or FaceTime or whatever way um, would be the safest way to get to know someone. I mean, it's it's really honestly better than talking on the phone. Cause you know, as for part of what, you know, Daniel was saying is like, you can't at least see their eyes mm-hmm. and um, and their facial expression. Like I said, you can't see the whole, the whole body language. You can at least see something. So that way you can, you know, have a little bit more engagement and then you can be like, you know, hey, um, oh, show me your whatever, you know, that's in the house or whatever. So you can see how that person's living. You know what I'm saying? Uh, oh, in the house. Okay. Yeah. I didn't know. yeah. If you're, yeah, if you're, if you're at home and you both are talking on Zoom, you can, you know, be like, hey, show me the, you know, show. so you try to get to know somebody a little bit like that way. But um, I don't know. I just think, I don't know. I, I say salute to everybody that's still trying to meet somebody and date in the time of COVID because, what you gonna do at the end of it? I mean, we're gonna right. 
know, for at least about six more months. I mean, y'all gonna y'all gonna try to do it to each other with mask on? You gonna have a whole body glove? Like what? You know, like what you gonna do? Right. Well, well I showered with Zoom, so you know. I mean, you did it too. I, I mean. <laughs> I mean, I've been in situations where I wish I did have a mask on while doing it, but you know. See, that's that's nasty. <laughs> I'm just saying. I mean, you don't know to you, unfortunately. It's like stepping in a pile know. of shit. You don't know you did it until your foot halfway in it. Yeah. So that's sad. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I feel bad for you. But wait a minute. I have a well, I have a question. So what if you are talking to somebody right on Zoom or whatever for like almost a month and you you're vibing and everything and then and then you finally go out to coffee for coffee and you realize like the the bottom half is whack. Okay, so you don't see you don't seen the top half, right? And you're like, Ooh. oh yeah. But then you see the bottom half and it's whack. She ain't got no booty or she got a bubble butt and it's like crazy like this disproportionate it's just not what you like because some people like bubble butts but it's, say, or he or he has hips right <laughs> damn not the child i used to work with a right? dude that had childbearing <laughs> hips like, you, you ain't yeah. that right right exactly he got hips right what now you done invested a whole damn month does that make you shallow I mean, if you say, yo, no, like, no, this ain't working. Yes. Yes. No. Yes. It does make you shallow. No. Yes. Let me tell you why. Yeah, let me tell you why. First of all, if you're talking to someone on Zoom or, face, or FaceTime or Duo or whatever, hopefully during that time, you get to see the whole picture of them. They say, hey, let me see what you look like, you know, and they're going to show you the whole picture. Like I say, I shower with Zoom or FaceTime, so I want you to see all of me. And hopefully the person that you that you're dealing with, you get to see a whole visualization of them also. So it shouldn't be even when you get to points of meeting, it should not be a surprise to you at any point. What if you what if you go out and you're eating and she smacks her food? She eats that's like different. that. That's different. That's different. That's different. I knew a girl. I knew a girl like that. that. I knew a girl like that. And I met her. I met her. I booked her straight up. So, you know, this is way before, you know, FaceTime or any type of... Uh, yeah, you, if you, you, you used the word book. <laughs> right, yeah, right. Book. You used the word book. So clearly this was back in the, the 90s. Yeah. Early I 80s, I'm not sure. Yeah, yeah. So I booked her straight up. And we went out to eat. And, one day, and she was sitting out there eating. And she was going... And I sit back and I was appalled. I clutched my pearls because I'm like, is this bitch smacking her lips? But <laughs> those, are, those are things that you find you out. You eat your cornbread? <laughs> exactly. So, I mean, those are things you find out along the way. But I'm just saying certain aspects of Zoom, FaceTime, Duo, whatever, you should pretty much have a gauge on this person as far as what they look like, their mannerisms, because you can tell a lot when you face to face when you FaceTime in a person. You could tell a lot, you know. So from that point on, and you to the point of meeting them for coffee, you should probably have a pretty fair gauge of what this person is about. The rest of it is seeing if you have chemistry, you know. And if this person you want to continue along the lines of, of even communicating again. Not saying you're going to jump right into a situation with them, but still say, okay, now I know what you look like. I have a physicality of you now that I met you face to face. So, okay, let's continue or not continue. That's all. You know what actually is a good idea that I've seen people do is um, they've had um, dinner dates over Zoom or, you know what oh, I mean? Yeah. yeah. So at that point, you could know whether somebody smacks or they. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Chew with yeah. their mouth closed. Because mm-hmm. I've seen, um, and actually, uh, one of my friends was telling me she had a date and the guy ordered food and um food for her like i mean i guess you know they must have talked about it before i don't know she didn't tell me that part but he ordered food for her had it delivered and i know oh, i think, nice. think b yeah. also said, mentioned something about that too i think but um had food and then they kind of ate over um over zoom that's nice that's smooth that's nice yeah so you b didn't you say something about that on the last show yeah, we talked. Yeah, I brought up something. Yeah, yeah, just that's ideas. Okay. So I mean, yeah. So clearly, that's the thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but after dinner, you can have a little jerk session. 
<laughs> you know what? You I don't even I don't even need it. I don't want to know. No, I, I don't know. think you want to even hear I, I just say after dinner you can have a little jerk session. I mean, you like I mean if that's what you into. Exactly. Work, I'm like if it yeah. worked out. Exactly. If it works out, why not? We grown here and it's Zoom. No, and of course, dinner. but then you have your jerk sh- session and all of that on Zoom and then you finally go out and then you're like, I don't like you. Okay, so hey, what's the difference of meeting someone straight up? What's the difference? What's the difference? No uh-huh. difference. Exactly. No difference. Well, the only thing is that straight up in a restaurant, you're not going to have your little jerk sessions underneath the table. No, but after, but after the restaurant, you might have a little jerk session or more. You might say, you know, I really don't like you. What's the difference? I don't know. I'm going to know I don't like you before we have the jerk session. No, no, because I might not like you, but I might like you. Uh-huh. It's a different like. I might like I might I might like having sex with you, but I might not like you other than sex. I don't like you, but I like like you. Right, right. I don't like you. I don't like you. Hey, I've been out with many people I don't like, but guess what? I like them. (laughs) (laughs) I like them for the moment. Exactly. Or they go for the moment. For the moment. Exactly. Yeah. And, and Sonia, no, knowing Diego, he just may still have that jerk session at the restaurant. Exactly. Yeah, you know, when I came out my mouth, I said to myself, hmm, that probably did go down a couple of times. Hey, hey I, as I say, if you go to a certain bathroom uh, called Cheesecake Factory, my name might be there. <laughs> Ew. <laughs> I knew I didn't like the Cheesecake Factory for multiple reasons, and that was definitely <laughs> definitely added to the um, reasons why. So anyway, all right, Diego, right. have a question. What's up? Okay, I have a question here, and this is this is a very big topic. Actually, I heard this topic a couple of times on uh, YouTube um, and other forums. But the question that I have is: Does your tattoos? Project your dating status. Oh. Hmm. Just I I don't see. I mean, no, no. no I mean, are you asking? Well, I assume somebody um, on the show they were talking about like your personal tattoos. Like, do they say are you like single? Are you? No, 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 no. When I say project your dating status, is where yeah, are you dating? How people take you or perceive? As far as in dating, does it project your dating status? Are you just a thought, and that's yep. all? The, when you because of your tattoos, are you just labeled as a thought, as somebody just to do? Are you are you looked at someone as a wifey, or are you looked at someone as say, oh, this is someone I can actually be with? Does your does your tattoos project where your dating status is? Well, first of all, I'm like, are people still using that word? What do you mean, like dating status? No, a thought. Are people, oh. still, 20, are people still doing this? Oh. Well, I, I like to use the word hoe because a hoe is universal and is always going to be around. So I'm saying, but, but in 2021, really, are we even really still talking about people being hoes and thoughts and shit? Yeah, because, yes. Like, I mean, oh, if we all survived 2020, right. we still got our body exactly. parts, why are we even still calling people hoes? And, okay, anyway, because, that's a whole com- that's a conversation right. for a different day. That wasn't your okay. question. Sorry. Okay. So I would say for the tattoos that I have, I mean, I don't think they project it. I mean, they project what I am into and my individuality um, and what I'm about. I don't think they project anything that is sexual or uh, something that someone would think would might be, as you said, Grandpa, thoughtish. <laughs> I don't, right. I mean, I don't. I don't think so, but I mean, but I I think tattoos are, um, well, for most people, I think tattoos are personal and they mean something to them. Um, you know, because I know somebody that gets tattoos every, because she goes to, she gets, she gets tattoos. Way too So, you know, um, <laughs> can you ask your boo to, to silencio <laughs> or, or mute? <laughs> Um, but yeah, anyway, so I, I don't know. I don't, th- I don't think that a tattoo should make you or somebody should look at you any differently, um, you know, than, 
I don't know. Yeah, I don't think they should look at you any differently because I think that's weird. I think for somebody to say that, I think they're weirdos because it's your body, your choice, and you can put up whatever the fuck you put on your body. If it's a picture of a butt, <laughs> you can put a picture of a butt on your body. That's all. That's you, and that's your choice, and that's your body. And if somebody wants to judge you um, for having that on your body, then I don't think that that may not be the person for you. Mm. Okay. Me, my turn. Me. Yeah, <laughs> okay, my turn. <laughs> you know, um, that was a really good question. So, like, okay, so you're talking about, like, say if you meet somebody and you want to have a jerk session and you see, like, on there, down on the bottom. <laughs> down no, 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 no. Mm-mm. What? So, what do you say? So, when, when, when I say tattoos, it doesn't have to be. I mean, Anything just one, yeah, just, just tattoos. Just, I mean, you know, just tattoos. In okay, in general. So yeah. if uh, so, I guess like it's like if you have a tattoo that says "Property of Big Duke," you know what I mean on oh. your on your on you know in your in the thigh or something. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I mean, like if someone and you and Big Duke ain't together no more, like it's like is the next Duke gonna want to like see that? You know what I mean? So yeah. And so so I, I guess so. My question is. Like if you're with somebody and you're and you and you really like them and you and you guys go to the next level and you see this this tattoo, you know, and it's, and that's a few of them, property of Big Duke or whatever. Do you now change the way you feel about her, or do you realize that she had a past and that no, she's not really a thigh or a hoe, but but her and Big Duke was they was tight, and he and you know what I'm saying and and he did it right and he at that point she said this this is his property. How does that mean? Because I'm not a man, so I don't, you know, I don't have an ego like that. But how, as a man, how? I mean, but it goes both ways, though, because if you saw a guy and he has a tattoo of Renee on his neck, that's the same thing. Renee's not his mama, right? You see what I'm saying? It's not no, his. Renee, uh, no, no, Renee cousin. is not his mom. No, Renee is not his mama. It's not his deceased cousin. I mean. I'm just paying homage to Renee. Who is Renee? Who Renee is, is his girlfriend. Renee is a girlfriend. His current girlfriend, his ex-girlfriend. Right. Ex-girlfriend. Yeah. So. No, don't tattoo anybody's name on your body, unless it's your mama or your daddy or your kids. Don't do it. Right. But but you know how back in the day that was that was in nineties, you know what I'm saying? So in the event that, that that does happen, you need to go to to the tattoo spot or whatever to the to, or to the removal doctor so and so to the removal and get that done. How? But I mean, but does but then am I looking at that tattoo of Renee on his neck saying, oh well, this is this depicts who you are. You are not, you know what I mean? You. You're not a, a thinker or you don't plan things out. This is just, a, that, that seemed like it was an impulsive move. Are you impulsive? You know what I'm saying? So it's not fair to say that, oh, tattoos, de- you know what I mean? Like depicts you as being a thought. Cause like you said, it's arts. It's an, it's an artistic way to express yourself. But I don't know. I guess, I guess you have to be very conscious of what you put on your body, which is true. But at the time when the, when the feeling hits you, you might just want to just give a shout out to Renee or Bob or Duke or whoever. <laughs> hey. <laughs> yeah, I think it's funny. <laughs> I mean, I really do. I think it's kind of funny. Yeah, um, for me, I, I, don't, I don't like to be middle of the fence, but I'll say this. I can be a little bit judgy when I look at tattoos that look r- random and not well thought out, like if you're someone that, if, if tattoos is your thing and and you go to, you know, great artists and, and they know how to incorporate designs next to other designs or you have full sleeves and, you know, whatever, okay. If it looked like you just got random jailhouse tattoos and, and little Mike Mike down the street learning how to be an artist, so he just got little stick figures on you on your arm and shit, you know, to me that just gives me a sign that says you're not well thought through and, and you don't think about the fact that you just put something on your body that for all intents and purposes is gonna be there for the rest of your life. 
You know what Are I'm saying? Right? And so to me, that leaks into what other major decisions in your life do you give this poor level of thought to? Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I mean, I can I can see where, yeah, that can be an issue that, you know, if, if it's going to be looked at like that. Now, again, if you're just someone that just looks at someone that may have a sleeve or something and you just automatically write them off as being a weirdo or a thought or whatever, whatever you want to call them, then, you, I mean, again, that goes back to judging a book by its cover. And, and you know, you might get to know that person and find out, damn, this is everything I'm, I've always been looking for. Mm-hmm. Okay. <clears throat> okay, so the way I look at this is, is twofold. First of all, I'm not saying if you had that, you you know, thought or a hole or anything like that. I'm saying, you know, some people's perception or whatever. No, that's the what you said. Look, huh? No, that's what you said. Yeah. No, that's, no, I'm saying, are you a thought? I'm not saying you are. I'm just saying, are you perceived? Because perceptions, well, I mean, you know, perception of them. Most of them are, though. If you have a whole thing of them, most of them are. But anyway, that's another story. But what I'm saying in this, in this, in this section is in this. You know, as, as we put... You know, we like to all, all of us like to think that we're not judgmental. You know, I'm not a judgmental. I let people live the way they live or whatever. I'm not saying I am. I'm very judgmental. Fuck that. I am what I am. But a lot of guys, when you get to a certain level, and I, and I, and I tell my female friends this all the time, what tattoos you put on your body and where you put tattoos on your body can pretty much dictate how a guy is going to perceive you? Are you going to be looked upon as marriage material? Because a lot of guys, certain, and it all depends on what level they are as far as where they're going in their life, as far as corporate or whatever the case may be. You have a tattoos or a sleeve on your arm and on your neck. They're not going to pick you. You're not going to be that girl. They're going to say, hey, this is my woman right here, and I'm going to take you to the company party or the corporate uh, get-together because you got a tattoo on your neck or a sleeve on your arm because you're not meeting that image that they want. So sometimes you got to be mindful as you progress in life. And even though the tattoos are cool and I had this moment and everything like that, you have to have in your head and say, what kind of man do I want in my life? Because... A lot of times, like I say, you get a tattoo of a nigga's name on you, which is to to me is like it's never a good idea. You should never put a nigga's name or a woman's name on your body, unless you're married to them. Know you're gonna be together forever. You might want to do that. And I'm just saying, if you want to do that, but if you just random dating a dude and you put his name on your body, what does that say about you? And the fact that if you if you sit up there and you try to like this whole new thing right now, it's called a high valued man. I don't know if you guys heard that or not, but a lot of that is going called high valued men. I mean, on YouTube, guys talking about women who want a high value man. And and he was basically saying, how you want a high value man when you got tattoos all over your body, you know, names and so forth all over your body, your legs, whatever. And you want a high value man because those men are not going to choose women like you. So when I say dating, well, so when I right. say dating, so what exactly is a, so what exactly are the characteristics of a high value man? That's what I want. A man who makes over six figures. That's what they. That's what they're saying. A high value. You man. could be a tattoo um, artist and own your own business and be a high value man with a sleeve, with two sleeves, well, and tattoos well, on your back. Well, that's true too. But we're talking, we talk about, we talk about women who are trying to meet guys in a corporate level, and they're saying, that's and they, and, wait, wait, and they were just saying, look, a guy's not going to be with you if you have a tattoos all over your neck, and a sleeve, and tattoos all over. A guy is not going to look at you that way, and I that's mean, the reality. Because I, I, yeah, I, I can, I can, I can definitely agree with with that to a point. I mean, in the sense of you, you. You have to understand the decisions you make may limit you in in right. in your walks. So, you know that's fine if you want to do the tattoos and that's all that's your thing or whatever. Chances are you're going to probably limit who is going to be interested in you, whether it's a a, a, a whatever six figure dude or a dude 
that, that's digging ditches. They just people, a lot of people just may not be into that. But you can't judge society for the decisions you made. Like you can't, you know what I'm saying? You can't get mad at the world because everybody don't understand you. I mean, you gotta wait for you gotta wait for your right one to come through. Right. And because of your tattoos, your right one might not ever come through. And that that also goes for people with dreads. That you know, yeah. stuff like that. Anything that you do to kind of I guess in a sense take yourself from uh, I guess being you know lack of a better term cookie cutter or 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 whatever you know you you you're going to put yourself you're going to potentially put yourself in a category to where it's going to get selective. Ooh. That's all I'm saying. I'm not saying that's a wrong thing. I'm just saying as far as dating, sometimes when you you know when you're dating, you're out here and, and you know so you're you know you're you're a woman and you're looking to get married. Sometimes your tattoos will keep you from getting that person you want. You might think that you're valuable and think that, hey, I'm a good woman and I'm this and I believe in God and all that stuff. But because of your tattoos, the guy might look at you as like, yeah, you just something to do. And I can't ever see myself being with you. And the, and, and or they might just look at you as, as I'm just not interested in a person with tattoos. Or, or, or somebody I'm not just interested in a person with tattoos. But at all events, because you can have strategic tattoos, but then you can have blatant tattoos. And it's all, it's a difference. What the fuck is the difference between blatant tattoos and strategic tattoos? What does that mean? Because strategic tattoos, it means that only time a person is going to see my tattoo if they if we're intimate and they can see right. certain parts of my right. body. So blatant like tattoos, if I got a tattoo, if I have a sleeve down my arm, all over my hands, all over my feet, on my neck, on my face, those are blatant tattoos. Right. So like I got a buddy that he he has he has a full sleeve, you know, his tattoos stop at right below his collar line. So mm-hmm. you know, when he's at work, but the decision that he made in life now is he always dead hundred degrees outside, he got long sleeves on. Right. You know, but that's right. that's what he chose to do. He wears, you know, uh, uh, crew t-shirts and and long sleeve shirts because he doesn't. He yeah. knows that people can frown upon or or prejudge him for his tats, but it's what he wants, so he makes the decision to wear long sleeves. I would be interested to see like what people that are younger than us think when it comes to tattoos, because I don't think tattoos are as taboo as you guys are making them seem, you know, like now. Um, Because if we remember, tattoos used to be the thing of sailors and bikers and whatever. But then people, you know, like us came in and was like, yo, I like tattoos and I'm getting tattoos. And, you know, and it might be the average Joe, you know, like you were just talking about, be like, um, you know, going, uh, getting tattoos. Like I remember um, some years ago, I used to work in this building and I used to see this man like dressed like he was as as old people say he was suited and booted. He had on his like suit and white shirt and like you know nice shoes and just looked like I mean I used to just see him all the time and be like damn he dresses nice you know like he just dresses nice. And then, like, one day because um, there was a gym in the building one day we were in the gym together that was a totally different man. He was like like like. He was talking about his friend. He was tatted up. And I was like, God damn it. That's what's under that suit? I mean, for me, I was like, phew. You know what I mean? He wasn't really like my type, but I, you know, like that. But I was still like, I was just really surprised to see that was what was hiding under that suit. So I think, um, and, I, and I get now that you broke down the blatant versus whatever the word, the other word you used um, for tattoos. But I still feel like, you know, as long as, as B was saying, as long as they're not like jail-looking tattoos, like somebody put a, a like a um, a pen and put that shit on fire and then that shit in your skin, you know, and they don't look nasty, look, you know, I mean, you know, sorry to be so blunt, but if they don't look like, you know, like like he said, Mikey down the block did them, you know, I mean, I think just tattoos could be so creative and they can um, tell a story can mean something you know if you can point out your tattoos and be like this is you know for this and um you know i 
you can look at somebody's tattoo and be like, oh, clearly this person must be a chef or this person must be into wine or this person must be, you know, if you can really tell um, there's a passion in someone's tattoos, I don't think you should count that person out just because they have tattoos. Granted, I do agree that it is weird to date somebody and they have a tattoo of Renee, whether it's on their neck, chest, the arm or whatever. Um, you know, and I'm sure like for some dude, if you're with a woman and you're hitting it from the back and she got, you know, Tom tattooed on her ass. Yeah, sure. Well, that, that's, that's, that, that's a weird situation. Like those, the, to me, those are when it's weird situations when you're, um, with somebody and they have a tattoo, you know what I'm saying? But nowadays I just don't think tattoos are, for lack of a better term, I don't think they're a big deal. I, I really just, I, I really don't. And I think for um, people to judge someone because they have tattoos, I think I think that's a pretty fucked up thing. And that's just my opinion. And that's someone who's speaking as someone who has tattoos that you cannot blatantly see all the time. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes you can see them and sometimes you can't. Um, like, so anyway, so that's my two cents. I think that's a lot. Um, but yeah, I think we should probably go ahead and take a quick break. And, yes, yes. Uh, and uh, yeah, so that way we can come back and get into the next topic because a lot more to talk about. Cool, cool, cool. Let's get with it. miles from the nearest town. Angel loved me. Exotic flowers all around. The scent still lingers in my head. Sight, sound and feel played with our senses. The fire started slowly, how swiftly it spread. We packed a picnic, drove to the beach. Mesmerized by each other, oblivious to time. A good love was within our reach as we lay in the water, baptizing body and mind. We rented a glass-bottomed boat. We got farther from shore. You had on that yellow sweater. I loved that sweater. You never wear it anymore. All right, so uh, we're going to jump right into the next question that was submitted. So we had a gentleman that um, wrote in, and he said that his girlfriend called him, they caught him cheating and decided to stay and work the relationship out. 
but he feels somehow that her staying is less about wanting to work it out for the relationship or the love and the feelings and more about her level of comfort financially. So he says that she's, he feels that she's just staying with him for the come up is his words. So he wants to know how should he go about things going forward with her. Wow. Okay, so the last part. He he wanna know what? He wanna know what he should be doing. How should he Yeah, how should he go forward with his feelings? Uh okay, so let's so okay, so let me get this straight. So she caught you cheating and and she forgave you, but because you all that that she is now staying and in your mind you she's staying because you are gonna come up or are you already or have you already arrived? Or are you or, or are you on your way? So I mean, from, how far from, are we on the trip? From what he's written I guess he is in a much higher financial uh, status than she is, and so she he feels she's staying with him because leaving means she's going to have to go back to her previous lifestyle and not being able to enjoy the amenities that she's grown accustomed to being with him. I don't have a problem with this because, um, okay, so here, here's the one thing. So my question to, to him would be, if he was in front of me, do you not feel like that you should have been forgiven? All right, maybe is that is that what you're saying? So basically, when I hear stuff like this, I'm thinking, had the tables been turned and he caught her, she would have definitely been cut off instantly. He would have not given it right. Okay, so it would have been it would have been a wrap. You're done. You're dismissed. Cancel you. Get a new one. Right. All right. Now. So he's probably he's probably like, well, well, Dag, like I would have just cut this off. I, 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 I wouldn't have even tolerated this, but she's tolerating this. So it, it must be another reason why she's still around because I would not put up with this. So why is she? Oh, I know it must be because she wants my money. It could actually very well be that she loves you and she's trying to work it out because just like you have a lot of money. The next, she can meet, meet another dude with the same amount of money, or here's one. She could just probably, you know, move on with her life and and make her own money. I mean, I think money isn't uh, to me. Money isn't everything because you can have so 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 much and still be miserable in your relationship, lonely in your relationship, and everything. Money just satisfies for the moment. And yes, yeah, she, she could be accustomed to going on vacations three, four times a year, but. I mean, really? So, so now every time, so he has to look at it like this. Every time she looks at him now, she has to relive that. She caught him. She didn't hear about it. She probably saw it in, in probably in in mid stroke or whatever the case may be, right? So, she's willing to be like, okay, you know what? I'm gonna just, I'm gonna, you know, I'm gonna work this out. I really love him, or or I don't know. Even if she is with him for the money, I mean. How do you feel about her? Like, to the point where do you still want do you still want her to be around? I mean, obviously you cheated on her, so there's something that 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 you're not feeling about her. So, did you do it because you wanted her to leave, and and she didn't take the bait, or you can't believe she's still there? I don't know. This is a lot of hmm, a lot of question marks. <laughs> Because because I can't believe your money is that long that you would that that you would think that somebody would just stay with you and just be emotionally like abused. Because to me that's emotionally abusing. Okay. <laughs> Look at Beast face. He's like I just asked the guy. All right. Yeah. I don't. Mm, yeah. I'm gonna say shorty. Don't stroke your ego that you know that 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 hard. I mean. She doesn't necessarily have to be with you for your money. She could just really, really love you and wanna and wanna work it out. Somebody else. Okay. Okay. Who, who wanna go next? Okay. Okay. 
Queen. Queen. <laughs> I assume you were doing that because you were ready to go next. So. No, 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 no. I just said who was going next. That's all. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I mean, I, I just feel like guilt is in the play, and you just feeling like a guilty motherfucker, and because as as uh, Sonya said, how do, I mean, maybe she just really loves your ass, which is weird to me that she's still there. <laughs> but maybe she just loves you, and um, that's why. And it has nothing to do with the come up. You know what I mean? Because people can, you know, build, build as as they say, as they're saying now. We can people can build back better. So you know, I mean, if she's if you feel like she's just with you for the money, that doesn't mean. I mean, she can go out and get with somebody else for the money. If that's really what she's into, mm-hmm. maybe it just comes down to she still just loves your raggedy, cheating ass. I don't know. Um, but what really is the question to me is you cheated on her. Clearly, there's something about her that is not meeting up to the level of the expectation mm-hmm. of relationship that you want. You should have just been more brave or brave enough to just be like, you know what, this relationship is not for me, and then let her go. And let her move on to somebody else, or go, you know, be free, or or whatever it is, whatever, whatever you want to say. Um, you should just, you should just do that. All right. Well, let me let me go take this. Oh God. And I want you to listen to Uncle De- Diego here. <laughs> mm. Run, nigga! Run! Run! <laughs> Yeah. Now, with that being said, let me give some credence to the women on our panel because what they said was absolutely correct. First of all, let's peel back this. Let's peel back this onion. First of all, you're not married to her. Y'all living together, which says a lot. Okay, because that means that she's not worthy enough for you to marry. Otherwise, you would have married her by now. Okay. Second of all, you're not into her because you cheated on her and you took the coward way out of getting caught because you were the man enough to say, hey, I'm just not feeling you anymore. Now, women and men, we react differently to cheating. Like, like Sonya from the Bronx said, if, you, if, if the roles were reversed, you would have kicked her ass out. There would be no question of forgiving or anything like that because we are territorial and if somebody has been in our pudding pot, we don't like it. So that's the second, that's the third thing because you got, you wasn't man enough to just say, hey, I need you to go. You got caught. And let's face it, a lot of guys can get in relationships if they don't know how to get out. So what they'll do, they'll come up with something to get them caught so they can ease their way out. Now, the fact that she forgave you and want to continue the relationship has nothing to do with your money. It really doesn't. Or on the come up, or, or, you know, she just can't find something better. Because she can find something better. She can go out and find another dude making money. The fact that she's staying is because women are wired differently, and they are, they are more forgiving than us. So she'll forgive you because she thinks that what she has is something great, and she's willing to put that extra work into it, even though you cheated on her and broke her trust, she's willing to put that work in there to bring that trust back. But the reality of it really comes down to it, you don't want to be with her. So let her go. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's all I got to say. <laughs> she said, mm-hmm. 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 Well. Go ahead, B, wrap it up. <laughs> Okay, so okay, so you know what the thing is every everyone uh t- said like everything to the point, like touched on so many different aspects of this um I am going to um first, first I'll start off by saying we all make mistakes, but yeah bro you you kinda kind of fucked up cheap you should have you should have just been better by just finding your way out of the situation if it wasn't fully you know suiting uh fulfilling everything that you want um secondly i'll just cut to the chase whether whether the situation is you know you 
upper six figures or what have you, or whatever the situation is, you're making 80000 and she's making thirty. whatever. Um, for the sake of everybody's sanity going forward, you know, you've already cheated with her, so now you've, in a sense, you know, sort of, uh, have you have her in her head about things going forward. It's, you know, any time that you your 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 phone dies and you're not able to call or whatever, it's always going to be an issue of what was you doing, where was you doing, who was you doing it with, and for the sanity of you always wondering what it is you're wondering right now, just walk away. Let just let everybody get a chance to heal, uh, move on, and do what they're doing. You know what I'm saying? Because whether you consciously know it or not, you attempting to move forward in this situation, and I'm saying situation because it's clearly not a relationship. You know, you moving forward in this situation, all you guys are going to do is just sort of hurt each other, I feel. You know what I'm saying? She wondering, are you cheating? You wondering, is she is she using you? So yeah, just let's let's stop putting more hurt people in this earth, and y'all walk away and 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 rebuild and have a happy life apart. Because like I said, you didn't fall into that pussy. That right. pussy fell into you. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I no. What? I mean, what I'm saying is the fact <laughs> What's that the other half of that, I don't the, know. The, 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 the fact of the matter is. You've been messing around with this girl that you cheated with for a minute. Mm-hmm. You just didn't fall for her. You you don't found that and circled around for a minute. You just got caught. Mm-hmm. She's been around for a minute. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. Let it go. Move let on, bro. Move on. Let it go. Now the I thing is, is that that's going to be interesting. Now is the fact that she don't want to go. So now this now when he says, you know what, I think for the best, you know, I think we should part ways. It might it might get a little messy. Because she's already told, telling you that I don't want to go. I want to try to work it out, right? Yeah. So, it's, it's right. So you have now it's gonna be like, mm. but you gotta let her go anyway. Yeah, I mean, go. yeah, it has it has to happen, but she ain't gonna be happy. Well, she, she shouldn't be happy already. You slept with somebody else that wasn't. Happy. <laughs> I know. So, I mean, let's keep that going. <laughs> right. I, mean, I mean, you know what I'm saying? So she stayed. I mean, really. Now the onus is on her. Now I think, I think, as you guys were speaking, I think that she, well, I'm sorry, I think that he is more concerned now. Like, is she gonna get me back? Is of course she's she gonna get you back. Oh, she's gonna get you. No, back. but I'm saying, like, to me, that's where his mind is now. Like, yeah. he's not really like, oh, I don't know. I mean, she's just on the come up. No, you're just more concerned with is she gonna sleep with your best friend, your brother, no. your dad. You know what I'm saying? Like that; those are probably more your thoughts now versus well, you. Be, yeah. I feel like she's been with me just for the come up. Because like, I mean, as we've all said, she can clearly, I'm sure, even if she is making thirty thirty thousand and you making a hundred, whatever. Which in today, over right. either one of. Them, I mean, you know what I'm saying? Like times of COVID, either one of them is shit. But because right. we all out here just doing the best we can. Sure, you know, if it didn't work out, she got somewhere she probably could go. And if it really was bothering her so bad about you cheating, she probably, you know, she could probably go somewhere else. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, my thing is, like I said, you're, you're probably more concerned in your mind, is she going to cheat on me to get back at me? And then it's, but if she if she does, if she well, may not even be thinking about it, to be honest with you. But if she does, then now you guys, the, the you know, the, the playing field has now been leveled. Are y'all gonna both be okay? Like, okay, well, you slept with somebody, I slept with somebody. Are we, are we good? Is this over? Can we can we can we start build back better? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, or like, or what? Or do we now both need to really officially go our separate ways? Mm-hmm. Like, how? how, how yeah. We need to go your separate ways because yeah, because like I said, I once once you taint it, once you taint it, the pool is done. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Once you pee in the pool, it's done. <laughs> From a man's perspective, they yeah, just can't. What do you mean? Right. You want, I mean, you know they have people, people pee. People pee in the pool all the time. You can't. That's other true. But, the, no. but here's the thing, here's the difference is, y'all living together, okay? So that means y'all been together for a minute. Y'all living together. Expectations are there, whether they're implied or not. The expectations are there, and the fact that you broke it by getting caught. 
There's many ways you could have went at this, but you got caught. Right. Well, that that means that your that means your. But you know, y'all are sloppy though. You know what I'm saying? But even the most floppiest dude don't get caught all the time. You that's a, that's not the, no, that's not the no, no. Well, well, I'm just saying the fact that y'all live together and you got caught. Let it go. Because you wanted to get caught. Because there's other ways he could have done it. But he wanted to get caught. Deep down inside, a lot of times when guys get caught, they want to be caught. Nah, I mean, I just think sometimes people are so cocky that they think that they're doing what they want to do and doing it the way they want. But I'm saying, yeah. in my in my opinion, I think people are just so used to thinking that they're doing what they are used to doing, and mm-hmm. that's like, oh well, you know, if I get caught, it ain't gonna be a big deal. Now, granted, I don't think this is the same situation where he was mm-hmm. like, oh well, if I get caught, I get caught. Huh, huh, huh. Mm-hmm. I, I don't think that's what this situation is. You know what I'm saying? But of course, there are situations out there where people are just like, mm-hmm. I'm doing what I want to do. If I get caught, no big deal. Or I'm doing what I want to do. I hope she catches me so I can get rid of her. Right. She because I'm too I'm too weak to be like this relationship is over. You know right. what I'm saying? Like, if, if if the relationship is over, tell somebody the relationship is over. You don't need to cheat on them to tell right. them for them to be like, oh, I guess the relationship is over. No, right. you tell them. Be woman or be man enough to tell them this relationship is not working for me. It's over. Get yeah, your but- shit out of my house. Yeah. And that's, and that's what he did. And that's the thing about it is... Call he, Tyrone. Yeah, Call him. And that's, yeah, and that's what he did. He got caught. And now she's sitting there like, oh, my God. So she's not leaving me? I'm still stuck? She must want something. Nah, nigga. You, the relationship is done. You made the relationship done the moment you start cheating with this girl. It was just whether you got caught or you didn't get caught. The reality is you don't want to be with her. That's the reality, whether you got caught or not. Well, I agree with that. He clearly yeah. does not want to be with her because yeah. if he did, he wouldn't have he wouldn't have cheated yeah. on her. Exactly. No, I I mean that's one thing we can definitely agree on that he does not he doesn't want to be with her, and I feel bad for her because <laughs> she is doesn't want to move on. I don't feel bad for him because if he he like I said he would just be like this is not working for me. Pack your shit and go. Right. Wow. You are like the weakest link. Right. And just go. And sometimes you just gotta move on, you know. Like you know, and that, you know, like 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 Big B said, "Hey, you be sitting there wondering is she gonna get me back, or anytime that you can't reach her or she can't reach you, y'all gonna be going to these little mind games and who wants to do that crap, you know? Nah, you don't want to live like that for the rest of your life. That ain't cool. Nah. That is not the business. Anyway, all right, people, like. This is what we get when we don't uh, tape. Because <laughs> <laughs> we, you know, we get like, yeah, like we really in it, and I, you know, um, and it's always super fun, and you know, we hope we help people out here, and uh, you know, we definitely want to hear your voice two zero two seven five zero one four three seven. You want to leave a voicemail and tell tell us we're right, we're wrong, you know, why you agree with us, why you don't, um, you know. So- great but if you don't you can also send us an email at indeepshow at yahoo.com you can go to the indeep show facebook page on uh, you know and uh leave a comment there uh, sometimes we try to post the questions but you know eh, sometimes i slack and i don't remember to do it so but share the show um because we definitely know there are people out here that need need this information i mean hell i I, I need this information myself too, to be honest with you. So, anyway, um, keep looking out for when the show pops up, and uh, subscribe to the Facebook page and subscribe to indeepshow.podbean.com. Indeepshow for some reason .com is acting wild, so I don't know what's going on with that uh, page, but you can still find us. Just you know, be ready, listen up. You have any questions you want to send us? Please send us questions because we know that people are still doing things out in the time of COVID. Um, and we love you. Thank you for listening. Bye.
Sweet. 